Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back. Happy Tuesday. This is the What We Said podcast. Thanks for um, joining us. If you're new, welcome. I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And if you're old, welcome back. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. We are doing a little St. Bart's life update. Uh, we went on a trip to St. Bart's this past, like a week ago at this point. And I'm sorry this isn't, you know, perfectly on time, but we had to batch episodes since we were out of town. But we wanted to give an update. Because yeah. you know there's always some trials and tribulations whenever we travel together. 100%. And, and boy, were there. And boy, were there. Um, and we, we want to warn you, you know, put a trigger warning. Us talking about ourselves the entire episode. Mm-hmm. And if that triggers you, please. Should we just get into St. Bart's immediately or should I give like the other updates I was thinking about? Yeah, give the other updates first. First? Okay. Yeah. Well, um, when else would you do them? Like after we're done talking, <laughs> the middle, the intermission. <laughs> no, at the end. Oh, 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 yeah. Give us before. Okay. Well, there's nothing too crazy, but I have been. Well, I finished watching season two of the Summer I Turned Pretty. Is it done? Yes. Oh. And now we have to wait an entire year for season three, and that's the last season. Yeah. Because each there's three books in the series, and each season is based off a book. Yeah, or, you know one of the books. Mm-hmm. So, I'm actually considering reading the third book. Really? Yeah, just to kind of see how things play out. That's smart of them, because I bet a lot of people will do that. I'm sure. And I'm like, do I need to read the other two first? Probably not. It's like I kind of get the, I got the gist. Like I'm gonna yeah. be up to date. I'm sure the books are different a little bit than the than the show. But dang, I wish you had watched it so we could talk about it. I know. Sorry. But I guess you kind of know what happens. a couple episodes. Or do you not know? I don't necessarily know what happens this season. Mm. But you can tell me. You can ruin it. It's fine. Really? Yeah. Okay, spoilers ahead. Well, basically, this, like, season two is the rise of, like, Team Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. It's like she basically chooses Jeremiah in this season. Yeah. And then, uh, well, I won't give... Well, okay, I said spoiler alert, so... To my knowledge, in season three and in book three, like she's going to end up choosing Conrad in the mm-hmm. end, which Duh. I think is pretty obvious. Yeah. yeah. Let's be real. Yeah. What kind of story would it be if not? Yeah. But uh, it really is a little bit like heart wrenching. What? Because her choosing um, Jeremiah or her cho- choosing either of them? I mean, I guess either of them, or but, just the whole but thing. specifically this season, like seeing her choose Jeremiah and how it's like so painful. For Conrad, but Ugh. he's trying to just get over it and like still he doesn't basically him and Jeremiah's relationship was like kind of ruined last season. And mm-hmm. so this was the season of them kind of trying to repair it. Yeah. And so in the end, she like chooses in the end of the season, she's choosing him, but he's still trying to be like, well, like 
they're having all these conversations of like, we're all each other has, like, because their mom passed yeah. away. So they're yeah. like, he's trying to be like, you're still my brother at the end of yeah. the day. And like, I, I still want to be here for you. And so he's trying to, but oh, he's, gosh. it's so sad. And then I was seeing this TikTok where it's like, it was all of these little, um, basically all of these little things, which are not super hard to pick up on in the show. But like, I don't know if you've seen the clip on TikTok where she, Belly's in the car and she's like kind of shivering. They like got out of the water and so her hair's wet and mm -mm. it's Jeremiah is driving. She's in the passenger seat and Conrad's in the back. Yeah. And she like kind of like goes like this, like shivers a little. And Jeremiah's like, are you cold? And she's like, no, I'm fine. Like, I like it chilly. She's like, I just need. And before she can even finish, Conrad's like studying in the back and he just grabs his sweatshirt and like hands it up to her. Yeah. And there's so many moments like that in the show where Jeremiah is like trying to figure out what she needs and like Conrad will just like give it to her. And basically it's it's showing that it's like, it's so second nature for yeah. Conrad to like take care of her yeah. because <gasps> they're just like soulmates. <laughs> I know. It's so sweet. And then there's this one part where they like get stuck in a storm and they're uh, driving through this town. They end up having to like sleep in a motel for the night because they can't get anywhere. Basically her, Jeremiah and Conrad. Of course, there's only one bed. And so... <laughs> But Belly sleeps in the bed and they the boys both sleep on the ground. Mm -hmm. And so they're on like opposite sides of her. And then she's like tossing and turning because it, it was, she's kind of trying to figure out like what Please. she's doing. Yeah. And she's like tossing and turning. And then when they both wake up, like she's facing Conrad's side. And it's just, uh, again, it's just showing that it's like her soul. She's drawn, she's to, drawn him. to him. But she picks Jeremiah. And anyway. Why does she pick him? Jeremiah. Just because like. Less complicated? She, yeah. Well, she was just saying, she's like, yeah, I dreamed of being with Conrad my whole life, but dreams aren't real. And like, I want something real. That's what she says. Oh, and okay, so, Slay, though. I, I get that. Yeah, because she's just saying it's too complicated and it always ends in whatever. And with Jeremiah, he he is more, their relationship is a little bit easier and more fun, I think. Mm -hmm. Not easier, but you know what I'm saying? It's a little more like young feeling. Oh no, this is gonna end so bad. I know. I'm like, how did I? I know that she's gonna pick Conrad in the end, but I am curious how it plays out. That's why I was saying I might just read the book because I don't wanna wait a year. What a horrible story, honestly. Their horrible. mom literally dies, and they're just two boys, and ricocheting she, those back the only between boys them. in the world to her. That's what I'm saying. She's the only girl in the world to them, apparently, and those are the only two males that are can possibly, yeah, she be, can possibly be with. Suited for, yeah. It's a bit unrealistic if you really start to think about it. Yeah. But it's, every book yeah. is, you know, it's for fun. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's but. for fun. Just so emotionally, like, <laughs> tormenting you. No, it is. I was like, I, I, as I was watching the show, I'm like, this is really so complicated and, like, actually heartbreaking. Yes. So sad. That is. Dang. Anyway. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed watching. I will watch season three for sure. Quickly, I'm still reading Akatar, and yes, I know it's taking me a while, but also it's a very it is a long book, okay? But I am like 80% of the way done now. And I can say that I'm definitely interested, but it, I will tell you, it took me till 60% to be like Really? I was still into it, but it took me till about 60 almost 70% to be like, oh, I, I want to know what happens really bad. Like, I'm, I'm definitely, I think I'm going to finish the book tonight, but, or maybe tomorrow. Um, But I just feel like everyone's like, oh, you won't put it down. Like, I finished the book in two days and I'm like, 
I don't feel that way, but really? I've also heard that the second book is way better. I don't I don't know how I feel about like, oh, just hold on. Like the second book is way better. I'm like, there are millions of books in the world. Yeah. Why am I like going to force Pushing myself? Pushing through this long book. Yes. But also I am interested, like I said, but it did t- take me like oh, through over the halfway mark to be like really wanting to know. I do feel like fantasy, that genre of like shows, especially that I've seen, it's always like that. It's like you have to get through the first part because it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. Fantasy shows are so complicated because you have to understand an entire new world. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, we can get right into it. We understand everything. It's like, oh, you have to know the languages they use. You have to know the relationships, like what species they are, where they live. Like you have to their understand powers, yes. their names. So much. That's how I feel about Attack on Titan. I always try and tell people, I'm like, just get through like the first season. Like, I mean, the first season is really good, but especially the first couple episodes. I'm like, they just have to set things up. Like you have to understand the background of it. So it is boring, but it's like the class before you start to get really into it. And that's, I feel like why people get so into certain fantasy series is because once you're in the world, like Harry Potter, it's like Mm -hmm. you're in the world, you get it. You feel so, it's like such a form of escapism to be like, I'm in a whole new world. Oh, totally. No, it is. And I, I enjoy it. I don't know, however... Again, let me finish the book. Let me see. But I don't I don't feel um completely what's the word? Like converted to fantasy books now. I'm not really? like, oh, now I just want to read fantasy books. Like I don't feel like that at all. I'm like mm-hmm. that's why I kind of want to read Somewhere I Turned Pretty because I'm like I kind of want to get back to the the romance, you know, just fun yeah, novel or whatever, but not that that's probably going to be a fun novel. It's probably going to be very heartbreaking, but yeah. We'll see. Once I finish this first one, I'll probably start the second one and we'll see if I just get hooked because I've heard that a lot of people do. Nice. And it is good. Like I'm interested if I don't like I physically cannot get myself to read a book that I don't care about. So if I didn't care about it, I would have stopped reading. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I have no guilt about that. Like I used to be, I used to think, oh, I need to finish. I need to finish. And now I will even read 10, 20%. And I'm just like, no, I don't care about this book. Why am I wasting my time? Yeah. There's so many books in the world. Yeah, I agree. So stay tuned for that. Nice. Anything else you've been watching, reading, anything? Um, I'm still watching Claim to Fame. It's almost done. There's only a couple people left. Mm. You guys, that I, I said on this podcast, I think, like, it's giving Survivor. It's so, it's way better this season than it was last season. Just them trying to figure out who their celebrity relatives are. It's really such a good show if you're looking for Is a show like that. Is it weekly or can you binge it? Um, It's weekly, but it's almost done now. So now you could binge the season if mm. you wanted to. I think there's like one or two episodes left. Um, and I've also been still watching. Unfortunately, I've been on the patient cycle of shows. Like my shows come out once a week. Mm. After Party has been coming out once a week. So I've been watching that on like Wednesdays or Thursdays, which I love that show too. And Claim to Fame. Those are my two main shows. And Love Island, obviously. Yeah. But yeah, that's all. Nice. It's kind of nice to have shows come out once a week. Mm-hmm. As long as you have something else to occupy Yeah, you but I need one once day. a day. That's yeah, exactly. the thing. I need one like at night that I can know for sure I have something to watch. Mm-hmm. So once Love Island's done. <laughs> There's nothing worse than Love Island getting done. I know. It's the worst feeling. And I think Actually, this is the last week. I'm sorry. This is the last recoupling. So I feel like they're going to be done soon. Yeah. No. I think so. This is the last recoupling. There are usually like 
50 something episodes. We're only like 30. I think this USA one's just shorter. Hmm. Maybe it's for the better because I was actually going to say there's nothing worse than the end. The, the last like eight episodes of Love Island are pointless. Yes. Like they're, they're just. I don't care. When they bring out, which this one, time on the UK one, they didn't do the babies. Oh, really? And I was like happy they didn't because that's always the point where I'm just like, we are done. Yeah, we I know. don't care. I like watching the finale. I like watching them do their final dates and stuff. Mm-hmm. But like the in-between, the five to eight episodes in between where it's like, they're all solidified. Yes. You know that they're going to stay together. There's not really drama. If a bombshell comes in, they, nothing's happening no. with them. So it's like, why are we still doing this? So maybe it's For better. sure. Maybe I think Scott better. was the last bombshell. Like, I think wow. it's going to be done. Okay, well, there's not that many good couples, but whatever. I know. You know, like solid we'll ones see. where you're like, oh, okay, they're, yeah, you know, end game. Yeah. Staying tuned. Okay. All right, you guys. There's a new hair tool in town that we're ready to talk about on the podcast. And it is very nifty. You guys need to go, honestly, look it up and watch videos because you will be shook. It is the new Curl Secret by Conair, your new favorite styling tool for effortless curls. So it has customizable settings. It has multi-directional action. Okay. So you can get curls in different directions. Um, if you're like me, I like switching up the directions of the curls on my head because I feel like it gives more like dimension and volume and stuff. And it also, it also has like tangle free technology. So it's this little hair tool that basically you kind of, you take like a little section of your hair, you clamp down on your hair and it curls your hair like immediately for you. It does all the hard work for you. You don't have to like be really doing doing much labor on your own. So say goodbye to curl drama and hello to perfect long lasting curls at the push of a button. So the new curl secret by Conair features three preset curl types, five temperature options, three curl directions, ceramic. It has a ceramic barrel to protect your hair and you don't have to worry about the tangles. It's anti-tangle tech, keeps hair smooth and protected while styling And it's just a great tool for long-lasting curls. I know my biggest problem when I curl my hair is the consistency. I get lazy when it comes to the back and they're half done because I don't want to hold the hair as long as my arms are starting to hurt. But this is so nice because it does all of that work for you and you get consistently beautiful curls across your whole head. Shop the Curl Secret by Conair exclusively at Ulta. Again, that's the Curl Secret. Go check it out. It is midsummer, you guys. Have you taken your summer vacation yet? If you haven't, it's okay. It's not too late, but summer's coming to a close. And if you want to take a last minute vacation, Newport Beach is the perfect coastal destination to slip away to. It's just a little slice of heaven in California. This stunning seaside retreat is our go-to escape and we love it. We love the food there. We love the beach. We love everything about it. It really is just a little hidden, well, maybe not so hidden, but It's not that far. If you live in the States, you don't want to go, you know, travel, take hour long flights. You can come to the coast of California to Newport Beach. Newport Beach has an alfresco lifestyle centered around its water from pristine beaches to its yacht harbor, which offer a wide variety of experiences to enjoy under the sun with a saltwater breeze. So you can do tons of stuff in Newport Beach. I've been paddle boarding in the bay, which is so fun. You can go kayaking. You can rent a boat. They have like little Duffy boats, little electric boats that you can rent that are super fun. And they have some pink ones actually that are 
such a fun vibe for like, specifically I've seen a ton of like birthday parties and bachelorette parties, but also if you're just going on a girl's trip or a little summer vacay, they're so fun. You can explore a charming village, shop boutiques, dine at so many good restaurants, take a sunset cruise, put your toes in the sand, chill at the resort pool. There are truly so many options and it's kind of just a must visit destination for anyone, for couples, families, girls trips, like I mentioned, and anyone seeking a luxurious escape. Also, just throwing this in there, if your husbands or boyfriends or whoever's listening to and you're trying to convince them to go, there's lots of good golf. Perfect. We love it. Discover your perfect summer getaway in Newport Beach, California, where sun-kissed beaches, vibrant coastal luxury, trendy hotspots, and life on the water awaits. Indulge in more getaways, more me time, and more memories, and experience more in Newport Beach this summer. Well, let's get into our St. Bart's uh, slaycation, waycation. Waycation. We went with the brand Way, which if you're not familiar with, is such a great brand. It's a hair brand and they have like shampoo, conditioner, you know, wave spray, hair oil, all everything you can think of, plus some body products as well. Some like shampoo, conditioner, body cleanser uh, or shower products. They even have dog shampoo. Yeah. I yeah. love their dog shampoo. They have such good stuff. It, the brand was started by Jen Atkin, which I read her book a while ago, too. It's called Blowing My Way to the Top. And it's like all about her career and stuff. And it was just so cool to be able to go to St. Bart's when I saw this invitation come through and it said St. Bart's I said immediately yes because that has been I feel like St. Bart's is a very iconically like luxury Mm -hmm. island and I remember telling Leif like I wanted to go there and I was trying to figure out how and it was complicated to get there and I remember just being like okay whatever so when this opportunity came around I was like okay yes immediately yeah and I, I remember I texted you. I was like, what are you doing August 14th through the 18th? And you're like, uh, I don't think anything or something. We were, we were texting. And then yeah. I was like, would you want to come to uh, St. Bart's with, with Way with me? And you were basically like, oh, my gosh, that sounds awesome. Like, let me talk to Nick or something. You're like, we'll talk about it and I'll let you know tomorrow. Yeah. I was like, OK. And then I'm not joking within <laughs> one minute. It's like, okay, I'm coming. (laughs) Well, Nick was right there and I just brought it up. I was like, oh my gosh, whatever. And he's like, yeah, sounds great. You should go. And I was like, okay, cool. Yes. (laughs) I'm in. Yes. I'm in. Um, Anyways, so we we went on the trip and where do we begin? Oh my gosh. Where do we begin? Let's begin with the night that we... The beginning was the most just craziest part. LAX? All of it. Well, let's begin with... How LAX is hell on earth. Let's we just talk about how crazy the trip was. Like, <laughs> like it's crazy. It was crazy, you guys. The hour goes by. I haven't said one detail. <laughs> you guys will never believe what happened. No. Just in general, LAX is hell. the worst place on earth. Like, it is my hell. least favorite place on earth. I actually hadn't been there in over a year to LAX. And it gave me the worst flashbacks it is the worst especially i feel like i'm always at lax at night Mm -hmm. so we got there on a sunday night for a red eye and we figured i don't know i just figured sunday night you know shouldn't be too bad of traffic it was literally we were leaving at midnight so i figured okay we're getting there at 10 whatever a or p.m it can't be that crowded Mm, worst i've ever seen yeah worst traffic i've ever seen traffic and from the beginning, we were kind of like, wait, 
we might miss our flight. Mm-hmm. Like, or we, we might, might not be able to check our bags. Yeah, we might not be able to check our bags. Because you have to be there like at least an hour or you have to check your bags in at least an hour early. But for sometimes for international flights, it's longer. It'll yeah. be like an hour and a half. You you want to be there like over two hours early, honestly. Yeah. And we were there like an hour and 20 minutes yeah. or 15 minutes early. Yeah, barely. So we were waiting in this line and we finally got up. And also Wade gave us the royal treatment, by the way. Oh my gosh. The absolute royal treatment. They've ruined traveling. For yeah. the future. Yes. Because I will never travel like that on my own accord by any means. So they got us a driver from my yes. house to the airport, which was super nice. And it was like scheduled, scheduled, Ugh. like great service. Okay. Which is in and of itself amazing. We got to the airport and we're like rushing, but they paid for us to also fly first class, which was amazing. Yes. And because of that, we got, you can like go to a priority section of customer service of checking bags like you know so we went over to that priority spot because we're like well hopefully even though we're not super early we which by the way the, the car was scheduled for that time so we're like oh we'll be good we'll be good they know what they're doing yeah but hopefully we since we we have the opportunity to be in the priority lane like it will be fine so we get up to the front to check our bags and we're already know knowing we're like cutting it close so we're just hoping and praying that we can that the bags can get on the flight. This man has the worst energy. The worst attitude. The worst attitude. The guy helping us. Of anyone. And I understand the airport is a stressful place. And I understand it's 10 p.m. But this is what I'm talking about. Where it's like. You could be perfectly nice. And they take it. They take out their hatred for whatever on you. Yeah. And they're so. He had the worst. Immediately. Attitude. Immediately. Like he was annoyed that we were even up there. Yeah, so, that he was there. He was annoyed that yes. he was there in so general. I, I give him the information and I And when my we're bag talking up. like he's rolling his eyes. Yes. And he's like, Ugh. Not just so like, annoyed. oh, he kind of has that. No, no. He like was he's, visibly upset with us. Yes. For no reason. We existing. were so nice. We were so nice. I went up. I'm like, hi. Like, uh, we're just trying to check our bags. And he's like, all right, put it up there. Like, so annoyed with us. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> I put it up. And Chelsea had gone over to the section where you can like, you know, a little kiosk where you can print your bag tags because we just we wanted were to getting see. nervous. And I was like, maybe I'll stay in line because the line was taking a long time. I'm like, maybe I'll stay in line and you go over there and like print, make sure that a tag can be printed. Because sometimes if you get to the airport too late and you try and this has happened to me before, you try and go to a kiosk to print a bag tag. It won't even allow you to. Yeah. Because you're there too late and it will literally say like you're here too late. So it worked. You were able to print the bag tag. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that's why. He was mad? No, I wonder if you, because you printed your bag tag and then I, I got mine. I printed both of ours though. But I don't think we used the one on mine. I think he printed oh, out one. really? I don't remember. But anyway, we're trying to check our bags. Okay. So I put it up there. He puts a bag tag on it. And I'm like trying to verify as well because we have three flights. Mm-hmm. So we're going from LA on a red eye to Miami, Miami to St. Martin, St. Martin to St. Bart's. So I'm like, he, he just like grabs it for me and like throws it on the thing and it's like going <laughs> yeah. away. And I'm like, whoa, 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 hold on. I'm like, is that going to St. Martin? Because that's where it needs to go. Yeah. And he's like, yep. I'm like, okay. And <laughs> so then sure. I'm like, well, she's also traveling with me and I and we're putting her bag up and I'm speaking like, and her bag also needs to go there. And he's like, yep, throws it. Again, just gone into the abyss. Mm-hmm. We're like, okay, hoping for the best. So we get through security. 
we're sitting at the gate for a second. Also, I go to get snacks <laughs> and the line is 30 so people long. long. Yeah, it's so long. I said, let's take turns getting snacks because uh, we were sitting, we were we sitting with we, our stuff. Yeah, we had all of our stuff and we didn't want to like be, you know, carrying our stuff everywhere because it's heavy. So I was like, you go get snacks and then I'll go get snacks. And she gets back, she's like, ooh, the line is pretty long. I'm like, okay, well, I'll still try. So Chelsea's like, okay, they're they're pre-boarding. And I'm like in the line, there's like six people in front of me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I'm texting her, I'm like- Texting me updates. We're pre-boarding, just so you know. She's like, okay, that's fine. We can go, we're group one. And I was like, group one's boarding. <laughs> Literally immediately after. I was like, she's like, that's fine. We can go with group two. I'm like, group two is now boarding. Yeah. She's like, okay, well, I'm still like three people in the line. In so basically I was like, just whatever, let's wait. Anyway, it wasn't a big deal because we boarded later than we should have, but it also, we were lucky to be flying first class. So you have like designated space above yeah. you. It was fine. It didn't really matter. So we got on the flight. We went to Miami. Everything was smooth. Yeah, I, that honestly, was smooth. We slept the whole time. We slept so much. I was shocked at how much I slept. Like mm -hmm. I, I wasn't expecting to sleep that well, but we really did like sleep the whole flight. We got there. Did anything shocking happen to us? No, Mar I feel like Martin our layover either. was fine. Like we walked yeah. right to our gate. It was all fine and dandy. You were checking, like you had an air tag in your bag. Oh, and I yeah, remember yeah. when we got to Miami, you just like checked your bag. You're like, okay, yeah, it's in Miami. Mm -hmm. So we're we're good. And I was just obviously figuring mine was right next to yours. Yeah. <laughs> Foreshadowing. And then we fly from Miami to St. Martin. And this is where things get a little... <laughs> Get a little, little rocky. Get a little rocky, metaphorically and physically. We, first of all, get into St. Martin. It's so beautiful. It's like, okay, we can tell we're we're getting to the islands and it's mm -hmm. starting to feel tropical. So beautiful. And they had told us that we we're going on a little puddle jumper. As you guys know, we talked about it previously. And on the podcast, we were looking at pictures of it and we were already pre-terrified. Horrified. And I sent JC this video right before, of course, on my Freya page on TikTok. It was like, this flight from whatever had horrible turbulence and their oxygen masks were like falling down. I'm like, can't <laughs> wait for our puddle jumper. And anyway, so we get to St. Martin and did we have to grab our bags? Oh yeah, yeah, that's where it was. That's where it was. So we had to pick up our bags in St. Martin because like that was when we were going to switch to a different airline. So our bags were only checked to St. Martin. So we're waiting in this tiny little airport. JC's bag comes out and then cracked all the other bags. Cracked in half, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> both sides amazing and we're waiting 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 and my bag is very like obvious and uh, the colors nowhere, of it it's yeah. like specific it's yeah. like half green half white nowhere, nowhere. to be seen i'm, so, oh, no, no, no. I'm still waiting let's also preface i get a text right when we land oh, yeah right when we land i get a text one of or one of your three baggage or bags that you checked We'll be on a later flight. Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, what? First of all, we didn't, we checked two bags. Yeah. Like under my reservation, it was both of us traveling. I checked a bag, Chelsea checked a bag. And that, that so was, was like, kind of comforting what? when you got that text. I was thinking, oh, they that it thought was mine we had was a, lost. <laughs> no, no. I thought that we had a third, because you had your air tag and you checked and you're like, well, mine's here. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, maybe they thought we had a third one. And so they couldn't find it. But it's like, we really just didn't even check. Exactly. One. So we were a little confused because I'm like, well, we don't have three bags. So maybe they're both here. I don't know what's going on. I checked my air tag. It said it was in uh, St. Martin. So I was like, well, my bag's here. So we, we should be good. Yeah. So JC gets hers and then, yeah, 
And we're like, okay, well, it was obviously my bag that was lost. Great. That honestly killed my vibe so fast when I saw that my big no. bag was there. Because I'm like, you're joking. Besides the outfits that I planned Besides for the specific activities. Materialistic. No, <laughs> yeah. I feel the same. There's nothing that kills the vibe quite like oh, getting your bag lost. No. Especially when you're arriving to the location. Especially for a brand trip. Yes. And let's just remind you, this is my first ever brand trip as well. So I'm like, oh, I'm so excited to like wear these outfits. We had the itinerary. We knew what we were doing. And I'm like, I have it all planned out. <laughs> so actually so annoying. So then I go to the you know, lost baggage kiosk or, you know, guy who's helping me. And he was very nice. He was helping me, you know, file a claim. He's like looking it up and he doesn't know where it is, but he's like, okay, I think it got to Miami. I think it's still in Miami. So we're going to have to send it to you tomorrow. But the problem is we're going from St. Martin. We're taking that little plane. Mm -hmm. We're taking another flight to St. Bart's. So it just adds complications because it's like, okay, it's in Miami and now it has to get to two different islands. Yeah. Like it's not just- You have just, to ship it basically yeah. over in this little plane to me. So we're standing there and I he's like, invite me behind the desk. We're like filling out this, all these claims. I'm giving him my address. I'm giving all the information and stuff. And JC's kind of like waiting like behind the desk or in front of the desk, I guess, away from me a little bit. And- But like a, only a few feet away from No, me. yeah. And we're conversing by the way. Yes. And there's a lady she's waiting. Obviously, maybe she lost her bags as well. She's like in line. She's next in line after me. And he's helping me. I'm asking JC, I like look over at her and I'm like, what's the address to the hotel? I was like, do you have it? And JC's like, oh yeah. So she kind of walks closer to me and starts giving me the address. The lady, this hoe, <laughs> literally goes, uh, I'm next in line. She goes, um, excuse me, I'm next in line. <laughs> I turned around. I said, we're together. I'm just giving her an address. Yeah, I'm quite literally just talking to her. We're very clearly together. And she's together. like, <laughs> and she's like, not even, she's not even like, oh, sorry. Okay. Yeah. She's like, hmm. Just stares at me. I'm like, ma'am. Ma'am. Please. Ma'am. Ma 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 don't add, don't add to the stress. Why? The, Why are the, people like that? The airport oh, brings out, it truly, we've said it before. It brings, it brings out entitlement. Worst in people. It brings out entitlement more than anything else. It shows people's true colors of how much they think they're entitled to. Like, what do you, what? You can clearly see, I don't understand. Don't, context clues. We are clearly together. I'm reading, you're asking me the address. I'm like, oh yeah, it's right here. Yeah. Reading it. Showing her, like about? showing me her phone. I'm like, okay. Anyway, so that was a, that was an additional vibe killer, quick vibe killer, but <laughs> yeah. it was fine. We moved on. We're like, eh, she didn't make any fuss after that. Yeah. But we made sure to keep her quiet. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't worry. We silenced her <laughs> immediately. No. Um, so we fill out the stuff to get your bag at some point. And he's like, it'll be here tomorrow, right? Did he say it would be here tomorrow yeah. morning? I'm like, okay. Crossing my fingers, which wouldn't have been too bad. I'm like, okay, we're not really doing much tonight. I actually luckily had, there was like three nice dinners that we were going to have over there. And I had packed my dresses in my carry-on because I have like a little, you know, what's it called? Carry-on. Yeah, but it's like a little... Okay, away. This is thank you away because they have like these little add-ons, I guess, or what's it called? Like a garment bag? Yes, a garment bag that fits in my carry-on that I used for tour. So I used it for this and had all my dresses in it. So thank goodness for that. That because was that actually was the only very thing. lucky. Yes, if I didn't have that, I don't know what I would have worn. If I didn't have a carry-on, I would have literally worn my sweats. I mean, you could have worn it. one of my dresses. That's true. But like, I don't want to put things. that raggedy thing on. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. 
Yeah, I guess that's true. But uh, the thing is about uh, Chelsea and I is we don't wear the same, like specifically like, shoe sizes. Yeah. We don't have the same, because you didn't have any of your shoes for your dresses. Yeah, I didn't have any shoes. But I wear like basically a size and a half smaller than you. Yeah, I can't so fit So she can't shoes. fit in my shoes. Anyway, there were different, there were some hurdles. Yeah. But anyway, that I think, I it was not, a, it didn't end up being a big deal at all. But I do think that potentially you losing your bag did push us back on the, like a later flight to get to St. Bart's, which didn't yeah, end up. because we had to wait. It didn't end up mattering really. Cause like mm-hmm. all of us kind of arrived at the same time, like all the other uh, people who were going on the trip with Way. But anyway, mm-hmm. so that kind of pushed us back. So we had to wait at the St. Martin airport for a while. Yeah. And then we boarded the plane. You guys. A tiny plane. And it was bigger than I thought because it fit like, yeah. there were like 10 people on there, yeah, right? Probably, Minimum, I think it's like a 15 passenger plane. It wasn't that scary getting on, honestly. No. I was way more I was excited. confident getting on. I was like, oh, this is actually fun. I feel like I'm on a Disneyland ride. Oh, I was talking a big game before. Even just internally, I was like, I don't, because I don't get scared of turbulence, really. Yeah. I really don't. I uh, just on on big planes. I don't really get scared because Leif is terrified of turbulence. And I always just feel like, I don't know, it doesn't like really worry me that much. Unless yeah. it's like crazy. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh, this is going to be fun. Like I'm excited yeah. for the adventure. And yeah, we get on. It's really small, but we're like, oh, this is so fun. Takeoff was not that bad. No, it was super loud. It was really loud. And it definitely was a little bit more like the turbulence was more obvious because we're in such a small little plane. But I, I was the opposite. I was more scared. And then we got on and I felt really good. I was like, oh, I'm not, this is not as scary as I thought it was going to be. I was getting, I was working myself up for something terrifying. And when we were on the plane, I was like, oh, this is actually fun and like beautiful. Yeah. And it's stunning because you're flying over like. And I felt very safe. Mm-hmm. At the beginning. <laughs> the sea. We were in the back of the plane. I wonder if that was worse or better. I don't really I think know. probably uh, better. Really? If you're at the front of the plane. Yeah, that's true. Especially when we nose dived into the mountain. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. We couldn't see as much either. So we were the second to last row. There's one guy like in a single seat right behind us. Yeah. No, not a soul warned us of this, by the way. No No one one said, hey, by the way, the landing's a little rocky going into St. Bart's. It's super windy, super steep. Not a soul. No one said a word. And everyone on the plane seemed like seasoned veterans. Like they had been on that children on there. They're like three-year-olds. Like they had just been on this flight a million times. Yeah. So we're like, oh, cool. So we get on. There's pretty bad turbulence on the flight as well. Like I was like, oh, okay, okay. They say, okay, like, we're ready to land or whatever. I'm kind of gearing up. I'm like, did they say that, though? I think they did. Oh, okay. They said something about it. We could, like, see that we were really close to the island. I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're like, going to land. <laughs> when I tell you, the plane turned upside down. It and was, was nosediving. A literal, it felt like we were spiraling in a nosedive. That's what I thought was happening. I look out the front, the front window, which I can barely see. And all I see is a mountain of trees. I'm like, oh, I I can't explain to you guys that. I'm not joking. I was like, it's it. I grabbed Chelsea's arm. I'm like, 
this is it. I'm LOLing <laughs> thinking about it because you seemed way more calm. That like truly even watching back the footage. Yeah. Like yeah. I am horrified. I was like, this is the end of my life. I'm the not joking. Only, the only reason that I knew it wasn't like death was because there was no like warning. There was no like, I feel like if you're in a, a plane crash, they're like, everyone hold on tight, put yeah. your head below, you know? So yeah. I was like, okay, this is obviously not normal. Like looking at the pilots, I was like, okay, this is very rocky, but no one seems to be panicking. So, and the child in front of me was still fast asleep and the father was just like chilling. So I was like, okay, what's happening? But then it kept going. And I was like, oh no, we're going faster. You guys, you guys we were going the speed of light, going like ricketing. <laughs> like the entire plane is spiraling in a nosedive <laughs> and literally, I can't, you can't see flopping me, but side flopping to side. side to side. It's so rocky. It was so, and it was so, actually so scary. It was so scary and so turbulent. Yeah. And we're like about to touch the ground. I feel as though we felt what it would feel like to get in a plane crash. Yes. And I couldn't <laughs> see, I couldn't, from where I was sitting and maybe where you were sitting was a different angle. All I could see was a wall of tree. Like all I could yeah, see- Yeah, I couldn't see out the front. Was that it was a mountain before us. I couldn't see the runway. <laughs> so I thought that we were going into a mountain. I can't explain That's it. That's so scary. It was so terrifying. It was so scary. And the video is so funny. I don't know if you noticed this, but because Abby was asking me, I was showing her the video. She's like, were other people like scared? And I was like, oh yeah, I think oh, the, the people guy behind, behind me us, was terrified. And if you look in that video, you can see the girl's arm who was like next to the guy. Her arm is holding onto something like this. <laughs> it's upright and it's like gripping onto the back of the plane for a millisecond. You have to watch. It's so funny. Like her arm <laughs> is gripping. <laughs> they were not prepared either. They were not okay. The, a side note as well. People are like, I love that you like were terrified for your life and took out a camera. No, no, no. <laughs> I was filming long before. Yeah. Like I was filming when we were still up in the air and I was just yeah. kind of getting footage for like the vlog, my vlogs and whatever. If, if I... I would never have pulled out my camera mm -mm. in that moment because I would I was legitimately no, we already were absolutely terrified. I was already filming. And I figured, hey, might as well might get our as last well seconds get on my that. last second on earth. Well, honestly, I don't even know if you <laughs> could think about no, I turning it off. I didn't remember that my arm was like this. I was just gripping our necks. <laughs> please look at the photo. Our necks are so tight. We're like this. <laughs> gripping. My literal I jaw grab. was sore the next day. Well, also it was just like so, so visceral or like so violent, the shaking that I grabbed the seat in front of me <laughs> where the child was sleeping. I had to apologize. I was like, I'm so sorry if I woke her up. Like I'm, he's like, oh, it's okay. And then he was saying, he couldn't, he was like speaking French, but he was trying to say like, yeah, that's just how the landings are. Yeah, yeah. We're like, well, that would have been nice to know 10 minutes ago yeah. before we saw our lights flash before our eyes. Oh my gosh. Anyway, we landed. And we started cracking up. But the landing actually, like it, the the physical landing, wasn't that bad. wasn't that, so smooth. Yeah, when we actually like, like the <laughs> wheels touched down, we were yeah. like, oh, okay. And the video, we just start cracking up because it's like we just, were laughing so hard. We were like, that was anybody not okay. else? Like, it's weird that other people are acting normal. We got off the plane. We were like, you guys, you guys, we just went through something together. I'm literally trauma bonded to every single one of you. <laughs> yeah. They're acting like it's no big deal. Yeah, no. It was crazy. And then afterwards, we we were like asking some no one, no one was validating us. Like yeah. when we when we asked the other people who because 
no one from the way trip was on our flight. Mm-hmm. It was just me and Chelsea, right? Yeah. So then we asked them, we're like, uh, how was your landing? And they're like, oh, like, it was, was kind of crazy. It was a little like, it was a little rocky. I'm like, mm, what do you mean a little rocky? But they like, said did they you think were warned. They said they were warned number one. And then when I showed them the footage, they were like, oh, no, 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 no. It was not. Yeah, like, like that. It wasn't, crazy the plane like wasn't so turbulent like that. I wish I could experience it again, honestly. Same. Like, I want to feel the adrenaline rush of that again. Same. We were warranted in our fear of the puddle jumper. Oh, for sure. But it was worth it to get to St. Bart's. It was worth it. Uh, St. Bart's was... Stunning. So beautiful. It was... Honestly, I didn't have many expectations. Like, unlike you, I'd never heard of really St. Bart's. Like, I think I'd heard the name, but it's not like I've been looking into it or anything like that. Even when you told me where we were going, I, like, looked at a couple Pinterest photos or something, but... I didn't know that much about it. But when we got there, I was like, I cannot believe this place exists. It was so beautiful. There's it's only like 10, tropical vibes on the island. with like European vibes. Mm-hmm. That's how I would describe like the feel of it. Most people there speak French. The guy was telling us that 75% of people on the island are French or like speak French and then 25% are usually American. Which by the way, there's only, he said the population is 10,000 people. Yeah. Which is crazy. Tiny. Tiny. So it's just very, it's cool because it feels very intimate and close-knit and it's so stunning and the water was just clear and blue and beautiful Mm -hmm. and the place we were staying, the resort, everyone was so nice. Everyone was, it just was the best vibes. Also, the reason that Way chose St. Bart's is because they have a, like one of their best sellers is their St. Bart's collection, which is like a certain scent and it smells amazing. Smells smells so so good. good. So they have like a body cream and a cleanser and a scrub and stuff. That's all St. Bart's. That's what the scent is called. And so they wanted to do a trip there. I will say, I was going to say, I, I have never been on a brand trip before and I was your plus one. So I guess technically this is like my first brand trip via you, but I was not ready for the treatment that we got. Like going into our hotel room with like a setup on our table from Way where it was like our itinerary, everything was so cute, so branded. We go into our bathroom. It's all stocked with pretty much every single Way product you could possibly want. So we had like a full big thing of like dry shampoo, hair oil, scalp serum, like all the shampoo and conditioner you could possibly want, hair masks. I was beside myself I literally walked up and our view was of the water and I literally walked up to the when we got there I was like oh my gosh I was like this is going to be my affirmation every morning I am not worthy I do not deserve this but also I was thinking of that like concept while we we were there because I feel like for people who've never been on a brand trip or just see people going on brand trips it's such a phenomenon like oh my gosh look at the all these people are going to this beautiful place it's paid for. This is insane. And it actually is that insane. Like it's so nice and like so curated and beautiful. And when you're there, you you really do feel like so lucky. It's hard not to like dissociate, honestly, be like, how am I here? But it's kind of like you were saying in your TikTok, I would find myself like having imposter syndrome and it would be like ruining my experience where mm-hmm. I'd be, I think maybe especially because I was like a plus one. So maybe that adds to it as well, where it's like, okay, I'm not like, they didn't invite me and they were like wanting me so badly there. But when I was there, I was like, dang, it's, I can't let this feeling of like, oh, I'm not supposed to be here. I'm just like 
way too lucky to be here. And like, I don't way <laughs> yeah. the entire trip, anything, <laughs> anything. Like, like, oh, where is it? Like that way. We're yeah. Like, there oh, were so many way puns. It could fit in everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what was I saying? Sorry. Literally completely. Your like, deep oh, thought. Fine. Like, I'll <laughs> never open no up again. No pun intended. <laughs> I'm like, I, I have insecurities. <laughs> You're like, anyways. Way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, You're saying you can't let that feeling ruin yeah, the Yeah, you can't experience. let that feeling ruin you. And I feel like also it was easy for me to just almost as an excuse to like, I don't know, the like network. Yeah, or not network, but just like kind of like, oh, no one wants to talk to me because I'm not like, I think it's a different experience for me sometimes when I go to those things because I feel like I'm a podcaster and a lot of those people are like, YouTubers, TikTokers, or they're like big on Instagram. So it's weird. It doesn't feel the same where it's like, oh, I'm not like, I don't have tons of followers. You're not as forward facing. Yeah, exactly. So then it's like, I was trying to, what I'm trying to say is I was trying to get over that. And like the only person who was making me feel like, oh, I'm not good enough to like be talking to them or like be whatever (laughs) is myself. (laughs) I'm just picturing you like, is you. Yeah. Like the only person who was telling me that was JC at night. He was <laughs> telling me I was not good enough. No, literally coaching me before we go. You should not talk to anybody. Um, like just stay behind me. Yeah. They I'm don't dead. want to talk to you. Anyways, just wanted to give my perspective on it. I feel like coming from someone who's never been on a brand trip before. Mm-hmm. And it was like foreign to me, but it was such a great experience. And I feel like I went into it thinking, Oh, all these people are like, not, I mean, I've, I, they, not that I thought they were going to be bratty or anything like that, but I went into it thinking, oh, these people are going to like not care about me. Like they just want to network and like, you know, get followers from everybody else. But it was so not like that. All of the creators on the trip were so genuine, literally didn't even think about like networking. It was just like, oh, we're on a trip with a bunch of fun people. Like, let's have a good time. Let's get to know each other. And it was very, I think it was just re- very refreshing to see and also made me feel a lot more comfortable. Mm-hmm. So. I think that everyone, just to echo that, it's like even though, you know, technically I got invited by way, obviously in that TikTok, that's what I said, is like yeah. I, I felt imposter syndrome mm-hmm. being there because I'm like, you Did know, they mean I don't, me? yeah, <laughs> I'm like, wait, why me? Like I, I don't have the most followers there yeah. or, you know. And not that that even matters, but it's like, it's so easy to just it feels feel like imposter it syndrome. Yeah. And it is such a, such a truly like luxurious, insane experience that I think any normal person feels like a little unworthy or like, oh my gosh, this is, this a, is crazy. This is crazy. Like, you know, when I travel on my own dime, I, you know, it's very rare that I'm going to be flying first class, having a driver, driver. like all of that, you know, it's like, I will definitely cut corners to save some money. So it's, yeah, it's, it's very, it's so cool to be able to experience that. And it's amazing. And it's like, you're trying to remind yourself, at least I was the whole time, like kind of leaning into it and being like, I'm meant to be here. Why, why am I not supposed to be here? Like I, you know, and regardless if you're a plus one or not. It's like, you're in this position. Yeah. Let's lean into it. Exactly. Let's have fun. And I always hear, you know, more so, I guess, not really even in person, but just people will give their horror stories or their bad experiences with influencers being like, I met her and she was such a brat and she was so entitled and things like that. 
And not that I'm like searching for those experiences ever, but I feel like I'm always like a little bit on edge or prepared to have an experience like that when I go on any sort of brand trip. And I haven't honestly been on too many brand trips, but like any sort of opportunity or event or anything where I'm like, oh, I'm going to be around a bunch of influencers. And I've literally yet to have one. Like I've had one experience that I, and, and I would not even say it was a horror story or anything, but just kind of one person I met via social media that I was like, hmm, like you're kind of rude. <laughs> like yeah. you, you don't seem like I wouldn't want to hang out with you. You don't give me, you know, the best vibes. And that was not on this trip or anything. I'm just saying in the past, like I've literally met one influencer. I was like, okay, like, yeah, I kind of get that you're maybe, maybe just like clout chasing vibes. Not even clout chasing, just kind of like stuck up a little, like, oh. like thinks that you're just awesome better. and better than everyone a little bit. But that's happened one time in like years and years of doing this. My point is when we went to St. Bart's, I'm always like a little bit on edge being like, okay, like, hope you know, everyone's hope cool. everyone's nice and like cool. And it always is just that they're so genuine, so kind, like so nice. We got into multiple like deep conversations and dinner with people, you know, and like connected with them. Yeah. And it's just, it's sweet. It's like, it's really cool. I I agree. I feel like it's very refreshing to be like, these are all such good people. And it was, the whole team was so just nice. And I don't know. Definitely. It was, it was an amazing experience. experience. We went snorkeling. We adopted a coral reef. We learned all about reef restoration, which was really cool. And there was this, okay. (laughs) So the guy who was teaching us the reef, restoration yeah restoration was this like french guy lives on the island he was giving like crocodile hunter vibes like just like an older guy who was just rugged you trust him with your life yes i'm like you i could survive in the wilderness with you totally and he had this daughter okay she was maybe like 21 maybe not even honestly 21 what how old do you think she was 15 okay yeah maybe maybe a little i was thinking (laughs) maybe 16 or 17 i don't know yeah maybe 16 I told JC after she was helping her dad and she was just like wearing a rash guard. She was so beautiful. She was so adventurous looking. She had the coolest life ever. Like she was giving in uh, Bindi Irwin, honestly. Yes. And I told JC, I said, if I would have met that girl, like if I would have seen her been been in this position when I was 12 years old, I would have wanted to kill myself. (laughs) Like meeting that girl. You know, the girls you meet on vacation, you're just like, Oh, I want to be you so bad. She's like swimming with the like sea turtles and that's her life. And she helps her dad like restore coral reefs. I'm like, no. (laughs) And she was so nice. So beautiful. I'm like, you, you have it all. You don't deserve that. (laughs) No, she was stunning. She's perfect. It's giving, um, what's the movie? Just like a movie you would watch. Yes, like a Mary Kate and Ashley movie where they go to tropical place and they meet girls that yes. are like that and you're just like wow yeah you exist or like aqua marine or something mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. just giving the worst vibes to me where it's like oh my gosh <laughs> i'm so jealous for your personal life yes the worst vibes for me as a little girl growing up in arizona wanting to be that girl so bad like just a beach girl yeah and live this like adventurous life at least she you gets have the out option to early. get tan I don't have that going for me. I knew I would never be like these girls. I gave up. And also this man. hardened me to the ocean. Well, I guess we can get into that later. But this man 
that was not the last time we saw this man throughout this trip. <laughs> he was also our literal boat <laughs> captain. We're like, okay. I got on. I'm like, you do it all. He's like, <laughs> he's like, yep. We were joking. We were like, he's literally our waiter tonight. Yeah. He's like, he's the DJ. He's in every <laughs> corner. He also brings us like room service. He's like just <laughs> everywhere because these were at two different places. Yeah. Two different completely locations. He was locations. at our resort. And then on the other side of the island, I didn't go on the boat because I get seasick. And I, that's one of the biggest regrets of my life after I saw <laughs> what it was. I was thinking it was going to be like, not that. I was like, oh, like, like a smaller boat. Yeah, or it's just not worth it to like get yeah. seasick. And I've been doing everything. Like, I'll just stay back today and like relax. And then when you guys got back, I was like, how was it? And JC's like, unfortunately, phenomenal. <laughs> like, frick. That was like the one of those times where you're just like, I should have just said yes and like, just done it. Just, just done it. Nick and I are on our credit repair and just budget journey recently. It's just, We've really been trying to crack down. And one of the first things that I did when we were really trying to tighten everything up was download Rocket Money on my phone and check to see what subscriptions or reoccurring payments were happening that I was just missing, not paying attention to. And (laughs) I was flabbergasted (laughs) by how much money I was wasting every single month on subscriptions that I, first of all, don't use anymore. Maybe something I signed up for a year or two ago that I just forgot to cancel and never saw again. And one of those things was my Hulu that I was getting charged twice for. And not just the base Hulu, okay? I'm talking about the premium one. So I was paying a pretty penny every month. And I love Rocket Money. I feel like everybody needs to get this, especially in the day in this day and age of subscriptions. You know, we all sign up for a subscription, try to get a free trial, and then we forget about it. And they take our money from us. So if your subscriptions are draining your wallet, uh, you're not alone. The average person has around 12 paid subscriptions and they might not even remember subscribing to half of those. If you have no idea just how much you're spending each month, you need Rocket Money. It's a really great app that tracks all of your expenses so you know exactly where your money's going. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. With Rocket Money, you can easily cancel the ones you don't want with just the press of a button. No more long hold times or annoying emails with customer service. Rocket Money does all the work for you, which is truly incredible. Um, They can even negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They also let you monitor all your expenses in one place. They recommend custom budgets based on your past spending, and they'll even send you notifications when you've reached your spending limits. With over 3 million users and counting, Rocket Money customers have saved an average of $720 a year. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash what we said. That is rocketmoney.com slash what we said. Rocketmoney.com slash what we said. We are going to jump into an ad real quick and talk about Tinder. You know, it just starts with a swipe. So many possibilities really are just a match away. It's uncuffing season because it's summer. We're enjoying the vibes. And sometimes it can be the best time to be single, have fun, and make unforgettable memories. And Tinder is here to help you find the perfect partner for those moments. Tinder is the world's most popular dating app, which means more people on the app, which means more possibilities. That means the most opportunities. So it Tinder is there for whatever you're looking for, whatever vibes, expectations you want. Tinder is for you because it has all of the safety features. So you don't have to worry. You're comfortable on the app. 
And we love that. It has more saved features than any other dating app because it's the OG. It has been around for forever and they've perfected the craft of the dating app. Success on Tinder, like I said, can mean whatever you want it to. 1.5 million Tinder users go on an in real life date every week, which is pretty impressive. Other apps are hard. Tinder is easy and fun. Tinder also just released relationship goals, which is a new status for your profile that shows others what types of connections you are looking for. So you can just fresh out of the gate, you know, people kind of know your expectations and what you're looking for, what specific partner commitment level you have in mind so that they can match your energy. No pun intended. Relationship goals is just one of the many features that Tinder has released to make sure that you are comfy on the app. This is for all our Valley girls who are out there trying to date, trying to find their person. On Tinder, it starts with a swipe. Download Tinder today and explore all the possibilities for yourself. Go check it out. And hopefully you don't end up on our dating app horror stories episode. But there, I was telling her there was another, there was a girl who actually did get like very seasick and had to literally like get taken off well, the Well, that's boat. the thing. So is I'm like, maybe. Seasick is not just like, oh, I get a little seasick. So if you get seasick, you know, it's like, miserable yeah it's you're not like, i'm not even going to enjoy myself well, i don't know what i'm like, seasick but i could imagine yeah like why would i even risk it yeah yeah the boat experience was just stunning i it was very much giving like european vacation vibes i feel like basically everything on this trip was branded which i feel like was such a cool aspect i guess it's obvious we're on a brand trip <laughs> but like the literal yacht like the boat we were on that was huge so it has a flag yes. that says way St. Bart's. The boat itself says way on it. Huge. How? I don't know. Like they thought of every detail. They had this like, we're just, we, you know, we've been on the boat for an hour or something. And we just hear like singing in the distance. We're literally in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> we're like, sorry, what <laughs> is that? We look over and it's just this like singing group of these three guys playing instruments and singing. On a way boat. On a boat that also says way. <laughs> that's like a tiny little boat. With that guy who was our refrustration <laughs> as the captain, okay? And they're like singing and it was just like such a cool, a cool experience and cool vibe. And then they got on board the boat and they like sang all these super well-known songs and everyone was just like singing and yeah. dancing to it. We got in the ocean and Wei had these like inner tubes, like floaties for us, which is was so nice. And the water's just like so clear. So yeah. literally like the temperature of the weather. So you don't even know that you're in the water because it just feels like yeah. not not cold at all. It was so, it was so funny. Yeah, I got back. I'm like, unfortunately, that was <laughs> yeah. amazing. Because you know how sometimes when things like that happen, you're like, oh, it's just a little activity. And honestly, a lot of times, especially with like outings, sometimes you're just, you come back, you're like, eh, yeah, it was good, but was yeah. like, I'm tired. That's what I was like kind of expecting. Like, oh, I won't miss out. Yeah. Everyone at like the dinner after was like, that was once in a lifetime. <laughs> Like cool. Never to be done again. Like we got so much good content. Like <laughs> rad. Not in a bit of content. Or didn't get like one picture. Everyone's like, I got so many beautiful pictures. Like we were in Europe. Like pool. You're like awesome. I was literally like. I literally took a nap by the pool. <laughs> you know, you can't go wrong there though. You can't win them all. You can't win them all. No, but that was, yeah, that was awesome. And I'm trying to think. Wait, let me see if I have anything else. I had written down some notes. Well, and yeah, if there's anything before that, but we definitely need to talk about what, what happened at dinner that night. Yes. We went to this. Oh, wait, is there anything else? No, no, no. We went to this beautiful restaurant. Okay. For dinner. It was our farewell dinner. 
And it just was on, on like a little uh, harbor, mm-hmm. this restaurant. The floor was sand. The restaurant was covered in, what is that flower called? The pink ones. Bougainvillea instead of, I always thought it was Bougainvillea. Yeah. But yeah. Covered pink, in those. Yeah. Pink flowers everywhere. So stunning. Giving like Nobu vibes where uh-huh. it's just a really nice restaurant. Way had this whole section of the restaurant. Floral. Set up. Yes. Like, like floral arrangements, place settings. So curated. Every little thing we did, I was like, oh my gosh, like this must have cost so much money. And taken so much work and yes, thought. And, and so, how did people even do this? I don't understand. And we sit down and we start eating like appetizers. They bring out this, oh, the shrimp, this fried shrimp. So good. I've been thinking about that fried shrimp. I need to find it again. It was so I good. I think, do you know what? I um saw a like TikTok. I made it, <laughs> it was my recipe. I was the chef. I saw a TikTok last night and I saved it. It was like stuff to order at Nobu. And it, mm-hmm. it had really? shrimp that looked identical to that. Ooh, yeah. So we need to go there and get yes, some. Yes, it was so good. They would bring out just tons of appetizers. This divine, best tasting food I've ever had in my life. Mm-hmm. And so fancy. And so we're eating like appetizers. And the restaurant's just normal restaurant, right? Vibes are normal, nice restaurant vibes. And then all of a sudden, literally before we even get our main course... The lights start going like strobe lights. There was like blue, yellow lights. The music starts blasting. And all of a sudden appears behind us are like five workers. Waiters. Yeah. Yeah. Waiters. And they are clapping and doing a choreographed dance to this music. And we were like, oh, okay. They're standing on the tables behind us. They're standing on chairs. They're like surrounding us like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, clapping. They're like uh, waving their napkins around their head. We were like, okay, so fun. Like, yeah, get it, whatever. And then it it just kept going uphill from there. Escalating. Yes, escalation to the max. We're like, okay, cool. Like dinner and a show. Oh, no, no. We became the show as well. Like (laughs) they were, the DJ started playing like bangers, Soulja Boy, like Drake. And we were like, okay, we have to dance. Because they were basically begging us to dance. Yes. With how they were dancing. Like they Mm -hmm. were like, having so much fun. So we were like waving our napkins like, okay, this is fun. And eventually all of us were on the tables. Yes. But also we hadn't even had the main course yet. No. So I was kind of like, oh, we'll dance after we eat. Yeah. But they were like, no, you must dance the time to is now. Eat. Yeah. So all of us were just literally on the tables dancing. It was Standing so on the chairs. Fun. And then our food came out. It was so actually funny. Yes. We were all like, wait, should we be like dancing or yeah. eating because they brought us our food and there were like some people standing on chairs dancing yeah. and then some people eating and then it turned into just like a dance party yes. where the floor was sand like we mentioned and it just turned into everyone dancing on the dance floor after we ate and then they brought dessert they were just playing the best music the best throwbacks I think the funniest thing though to me of the night well first of all as we're dancing <laughs> Guess who walks by the window outside with their family? The captain. He literally walks by with his family. He's like in normal clothes and he sees us. We're like, it's our captain, like waving. And he's like, hey guys. I'm like, how have we seen him this many times? This island is tiny. Like it makes sense, I guess. But he was literally out to dinner with his family. Anyways, that was insane. Which his family is perfect, by the way. Yeah. Like looking at them, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. You Do you own this island, sir? Like literally. seems like it. But one of the girls, Leilani, it was her birthday. And they bring out, like, all of the the waiters. They went back. They got into costumes. Okay. 
I think it's like what they do. I don't think it was just for us. I think this is just what they do for birthdays. This is what I'm assuming. They came out in USA cheerleading outfits. (laughs) And the men were wearing Chicago Bulls, like football jerseys. (laughs) The Bulls are basketball. Or what is the... I think it was Chicago Bowl. Or like, were they football or basketball? I can't remember. They had like a sports team. It seemed, I think it was some kind of bowls. I don't know if it was like football or whatever. But they had like basically football jerseys on. I don't know what team, but it was a specific state team. And they had like the sign and the music they were playing was like very, like Friday Night Lights vibes. The theme of it. And it was so funny to see as an American, like what other countries do as an American theme. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Uh Where it's like, oh, if we do like a certain theme around a country, we know what we do, you know, like what we eat or like, Mm -hmm. and the stereotypes of Americans was so funny, like to see them coming out and like clapping and being in cheerleading outfits. Like this is, this is all we are is just football. And they sang like 22 by Taylor Swift. And it was her 22nd birthday. They had like literal sparklers. It was crazy. It was so cute. They went all out. Every detail of everything was just like extra and so fun. Yeah. Oh, then let's wrap this up. Well, was there anything else on the actual trip? I mean, there were so many things. We both vlogged. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to see more and like I posted, we posted some TikToks as well. So you guys can go see more of a a physical or a visual uh, rep- representation of what we did. Yeah. And I did eventually get my bag, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. was it. the next day. It was the next day. Honestly, like evening. Yeah. Like, it was you went the whole time. day without it. Yeah. Which is fine. Which, yeah, I mean, it was fine. It just, not having your stuff is so annoying. It's so annoying. Just like because I had my toiletries, like my underwear, just like tons of stuff that I was like, okay, I really need that. Yeah. But it was fine. Luckily, it came in the end. But that wasn't the end of our our fiasco. Because arguably, the most like tumultuous part was flying home. And what happened with our bags. So oh, we got yeah. to, I, I was like, what are you talking about? We went on the little plane again. And I will say the second landing was much smoother. Oh, so much Back smoother. Back from St. Bart's to St. Martin's was much, St. Martin was much smoother. And it was because we had the spirit of Chester with us. Yeah. I looked at that plane out the window. It said mm-hmm. Chester on the front. <laughs> I said, I feel safe. Dedicated to me. So we I mean, landed, it Chester. was, <laughs> we landed, it was <laughs> breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a different person. Uh, and we land on, we land there and we're now getting on our second flight of the day, which is to Atlanta this time. And we, there are two like exits. We follow the crowd and go with, with the first exit where everyone is walking. Yeah. It just seemed like that was the only, that was the, honestly, only, option. the only option. There was no signage. There was nothing outside that said like, go this way if you, whatever. So we go, we're following everyone. We're getting off the plane. We're following into the airport. And it was like connecting flights. Yeah. We go through security. It honestly takes a long time. We're like, geez, like hopefully we're going to be fine with our flight. Took, took forever. We go through security. We go through like, I don't even know if it's considered customs or what. We're like showing our passport. We're doing a bunch of different steps. We finally, as we're going and like, we're getting to the gate, we're like, we literally walk what up are, to the gate. We're like, wait, how did we get here? And we're like, wait, 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 wait. Where are our bags? Because from these two little flights, like you, you're 
your bags are on the bottom of the plane and then they kind of like take them off. But they told us not to get them. Like, yeah, we saw said, them unloading and we were like, oh, can we take them? They're like, no, they'll be there for you. Yeah, that's what they said. They'll be in there for you. So we're like, okay. So at every step of the way, we're like, at what point are our bags going to, quote unquote, get back. be there? Like, yeah. where are the bags going to be? We go through the entire process. We get to the gate. We're like, hi, like, where, where would our bags be? We just flew from St. Bart's. Like, they told us they'd be in here. And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Like, you need to get them before you ever go through security. Yeah. They're like, you can't. Like, we literally went through, like, customs. Yeah. They're like, you'd have to go back completely out of the airport and do the whole thing again. And we're like, well, we boarded in 10 minutes. <laughs> Literally 10 minutes. We boarded in 10 minutes. So we're like, well. And there's six there of us. anything we can do? There's six of us flying home. We're like, is there anything we can do? Because we're going to miss our flight. And, you know, that's a whole thing. Because there's six of us flying on the same flights. Mm-hmm. It's like, if we all miss it, then we're all going to have to get rebooked. Yeah. And be on- so it's just a nightmare. And we don't want to leave our bags there. No. Going around the carousel. Yeah. So basically she's like, well, if you are willing to pay $50 each, then I can get this like VIP service guy to go with you, get your bags and then skip all the lines and hopefully make it. And we're like, well, we don't really have another option. Like we're either going to miss this flight, have to get rebooked. It's going to be a nightmare or we can pay $50 and like try, you know, and I said, I was like, that's the cheaper option. I was like, will we make the flight? Like if we pay the $50, will we make the flight? And she pretty much was like, yes. Yeah. So we're like, okay. So we pay this guy 50 bucks each. He only takes cash. None of us have cash. The ATMs are all broken. We're like trying to find, I, oh, very humbling. I'm like, I can do it. You guys can like Venmo me. I freaking put my debit card in. It's like insufficient funds. You have no money. I'm like, cool. <laughs> like, um, somebody else, humbling. Yeah. Can someone else pay? So anyway, but he, he did end up taking us to our bags. We all, we found them. We went back through security. We did the whole thing again, but kind of skipped through the lines and we were able to board. But we were running. We were running. Like out of breath, running, trying to grab everything, going through security so fast, throwing things out of our bags, throwing it back in. The most humid place on earth, by the way. So we're like dripping with sweat. But literally boarded like minute by minute. Yeah, we barely made it. We barely made it. We... Uh, made it to Atlanta. Our flight to LA was delayed a little, but ended up being fine as well. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we got home, had to do an hour drive from the airport. Like it was a long, it was a long day. travel day. Home. When we got done, we were like, wow. It was like a four and a half hour flight or the St. Bart's to St. Martin was like 15 minutes. Then it was a four and a half hour flight. And then it was another like four and a half hour flight. Yeah. And then the hour drive home. Yeah. At literally midnight. Yeah. We got home like one something a.m. Yeah. But overall, 10 out of 10 experience, stunning, once in a lifetime. Yes, so So fun. fun. We literally, the last day we were there by the beach all day eating and we didn't stop talking all day. No, just chit chatting. We never do. For uh, 12 hours straight. We made a TikTok talking about how, you know, we like to beat topics to death from a slightly different perspective each time. Yeah. We have been beating the same topics to death for. (laughs) Years. 10 years. Yeah. We will, still, we will still go back yes. to things we talked about eight years ago yeah. from a slightly different perspective now that we're older yep. and rehash it again. Exactly. So things are never going to get boring. No. Literally. I, I was actually thinking about how it almost, it almost worries me how incapable we are of like, for example, when we come to do the podcast, sometimes I will be like, 
thinking before I arrive, I'm like, we need to just like, get it done. if I have a busy day or something, I'm like, we need to just go in there. Mm-hmm. We need to start recording immediately. Yeah. And we need to be done right when we're done. Cause like, I only have a certain amount of time to like yeah. do this basically allotted for this today. I'll have that, that agenda in my mind. I'm like, we really need to just like get right into it. Yeah. We get in one hour later, I look at my phone and I say, okay, yeah, we've we still haven't started recording. No. Because it terrifies me that we are, we are incapable. We cannot stop talking. Stop talking. It's scary. It is scary. And especially because we talk all the time. It's not like we have so much to catch up on. Like no. I saw you two hours ago. I saw you last night. <laughs> I know. It's so scary. I agree. <laughs> I think the same thing, especially when we do it at night. I'm always like, let's, let's just, I'll tell Nick. I'm like, it'll be a quick one. Yeah. It's 9 p.m. I come home. He's like, oh, quick, huh? I'm like, I don't know why. No, I don't know what happened. I don't it's know scary. How. We go into like a trance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. I get why, you know, the joke of when you're little and your parents are just like, you want to go home from church and they're just talking in the hallways. You're like, how are you doing that? Yes. How are you still talking? Get in the car. What are like, you talking stop about? talking. I get it now. Oh, I get it completely. Yeah. But yeah, it was, it was such a, such a fun trip, even though travel days are always just mayhem, mayhem. And I do think that, that a takeaway from this trip is that if at all possible, you should get an air tag. This was my first time. This is my first time traveling with one. No, it doesn't solve your bag getting lost, but it gives you clarity of what, where it is and what's happening with it and it's so nice because mm-hmm. you get off the flight you check your air tag you're like okay it's here like you have confirmation whereas if I checked it and it was still in a different place it's like okay I can understand my bag is probably lost yeah. and I can tell them it's in Miami yeah, and exactly. they can call whatever it's just nice to know where your bag is 100% and even yeah. when if it is lost you can be tracking it on the way exactly so, that's what I was going to say you can be like okay now it's at the airport like yeah. I can go pick it up now yeah or like they're driving it to me. Okay, I see it on the road. Mm-hmm. Like it's just nice to know where it is. I or feel if they like... deliver the wrong bag, it's like okay, I know mine's at this address. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely. really nice. I will be investing in those for sure. Definitely. I, yeah, I just got one, and that was my first trip. And I was like, wait, this is like really game changing. I just like hooked mm-hmm. it on the inside of my suitcase on a little loop, and it was really nice. Also, one other takeaway to end is to pack a few things. In your carry-on oh, that you would sure. need. That saved my life. That saved you. Like if yeah. you wouldn't have had that, I even that had like an so outfit annoying. in my mm-hmm. carry-on. Which I never do, to be honest. And I maybe will start because my bag got lost when I went to yeah. Hawaii while I was coming home. So oh, it wasn't yeah. as big of a deal. But like yeah. that just happened to me two months ago. It's actually very common to get mm-hmm. your bag lost, I feel like. Yeah. It's always good to bring stuff in your carry-on. Mm-hmm. Even if it's annoying to carry around. Yeah. I'm so glad I had it. For sure. Thank you guys so much for listening Listening to us ramble about our travel adventures. If you guys want to see more, you can watch our vlogs. You can uh, see our TikTok. Maybe we posted some Instagram photos, whatever. It was so, so fun. Um, hope you guys have an amazing Tuesday. Hope you're having a great week. If you're feeling super nice, you can give us a little rating and review on the podcast. We would appreciate it so, so much on either the Apple Podcast app or the Spotify app. It's extremely simple and it helps us out a lot. We love you guys so much. And that's that's what what we we said. said. Bye.
please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.